So we keep using identifying words interchangeably. We've used Latino, we've used Hispanic, we've used Latinx, Latinx. Um, even the pronunciation of that is something that, that we've kind of used interchangeably. So here to discuss the origins of these terms and more, we have adjunct professor from Columbia University's Center for the Study of Ethnicity and Race, who also has a new book coming out called Latinx, The New Force in American Politics and Culture. It's Ed Morales. Good to meet you. Because of your new book, we just figured that you would be the exact perfect person to talk to uh, about the specific area that we're discussing, which is the origins of the term Latinx. And Great. Julissa and I, when we when we first were talking uh, about the show and how to present it, we both pres- we we said the word Latinx in to- totally different ways. I was like Latinx, and Julissa uh-huh. was like Latinx. Yeah. yeah, and we were both like, wait, what? Uh-huh. Is one of us wrong? Are we both right? <laughs> I don't know. Can you can you start? Yeah, so can we start, start there? there? How? What is a proper right? pronunciation of Latinx? Geez, I don't know. I mean, I said Latinx out of pure pressure, and I, too, prefer Latinx. But that's because for my book, like kind of like one of the catchphrases I'm using is that Latinx refers to how um, Latinos are the X factor in America's race debate. Ooh, I like that. (laughs) I like this new concept that Latinx is is taking. Yeah. Why Why do you think that Why do you think that we needed a term outside Mm. of of Latino? I mean, I know that you've Mm. written that the term Hispanic is a way to assimilate into American culture while keeping some ethnic pride, and maybe you know people didn't like that Hispanic term, so they came up with Latino. So why the need for yet another term? Well, to I describe first, us. Okay, sorry. I, I first started um, noticing it among my students. Um, I mean, I've heard this theory that it actually, th- there was a, a, something that happened in, among Latin American academics, which is surprising to me. You know, over the last 10 or so years where LGBTQ uh, movements have, you know, become more and more prominent, as you know, like in um, Spanish and other Romance languages, uh, all nouns are designated a gender and so um is it is it gender or is it more like a masculine feminine well i mean yeah i mean it's a metaphor for gender i guess because you know we can't imagine things like the table being feminine or the air being masculine so but but for my air is always masculine for the record (laughs) right just i breathe i breathe straight up male h2o i don't know what that means sounds disgusting actually sometimes i like to say that I, i would like to interview those uh pious Spanish people of whatever the 14th or 15th century who just gave the all objects um, a masculine or feminine designation and why. Um, so, but it, it, you know, that's, it's remains a fact, you know, so when you, when you break it down to um, how Latinos want to identify themselves or how Latinx want to identify themselves, the gender became an issue because, you know, at first we had Latino, then rightly because of, uh, you know, women's empowerment and fem- feminism that was critiqued and um, Latina. Then there became this Latina slash O, or Lat- actually the first one was Latino slash A to include women. Then then there was Latina slash O so as not to have the dominance of the O over the A. Then came this other thing, Latinao, which looks like the at sign in uh, internet language. 
in which the A is inside of the O. To, to talk a little bit more about something Julissa brought up as well, is, is the term Latino and its different variations a point of, of pride uh, and, and maybe mm-hmm. more so than the term Hispanic? Because given that Hispanic has its origins in Spain, it does right. feel like there's, there's um, controversy between those two. We use them almost synonymously, yeah. but do you think that's, that's correct yeah. to Some use? people use mm-hmm. it synonymously. Some people do. And I, I think yeah. with my background, I, I use Hispanic and Latino mm-hmm. synonymously. Is that incorrect? Have I been doing it wrong? Well, you know, I mean, it's hard to say what's correct and incorrect. You know, like in, in my writing about it, um, that people have gravitated towards Hispanic. The, um, a lot of people who gravitated towards Hispanic tend to be more conservative because maybe they agree with the idea of creating this sort of ethnic European identity um, from, you know, the people that we're from by saying, well, it's, we're like, it's sort of like being Irish-American or Italian-American. And Hispanic is sort of a way of saying Spanish-American. Yeah, I mean, Latinx has become more and more popular. Um, it's really a metaphor for um, the way that also our racial identities are fluid, you know, and how sometimes we can feel maybe part European or part indigenous or part African, and so we sort of slide between those identities. And I think that's one of the reasons why it's so welcomed by uh, Latinx uh, people, that sense of, um, of fluidity and intersectionality, you know, which uh, a lot of the feminist movements and the Mexican-American uh, feminists and Chicano feminists really kind of predicted a lot of what was going, is going on now with intersectionality. So um, I think it's become uh, really popular. You know, I follow a lot of young people on Twitter and I just see people using it in a non-forced way and people really embrace it. So um, I think it's significant too that um, Latinos are the first group to really adopt a label. Well, I mean, we haven't done it entirely yet, but we're increasingly adopting a, la- a label that um, acknowledges this debate about um, you know, non-binary gender identification. Ed Morales, thank you so much for this. I feel like we could continue talking to you for much longer, uh, but I'm very excited about your book, and uh, congratulations on the release of that, which is going to be out very soon, uh, to coincide with National Hispanic Heritage Month, too. So um, go out and buy that, and uh, thank you so much, Ed. We really appreciate it. Oh, the pleasure is mine. You know, give me a shout when you're in New York. You know it. Quick question, which I forgot to ask in the Mm -hmm. thing. What's the plural for Latinx? Like, if I'm trying to say, if I'm trying to place Latinos with Latinx, 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 Latinx. That's funny. Is there a plural for this? We we had a discussion about that um, in the copy editing segment of doing my book, and we decided to leave it without the s. Some people use the s, mm. but it Lat- seems so. Awkward. How would you say that Latinx s? Yeah, no, we just don't say it. I mean, because aren't there? Some I think there's some French words or something that are plural without adding the S, and we've accepted it in English. I'm sorry, I don't remember the example. Uh, we need a mayor yeah. of, of, or, of Latino town to just decide <laughs> this, and then you know have like it, a little Latino Congress, and then they can <laughs> ratify if need be. It looks prettier without the S, and and you know it's for sure. Yeah, it's just you know, so it's a kind of a collective plural without putting right. the S on it. Yeah. 